Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. I'm Jihad Ali. And Wajahat Ali. Boy, 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 did you piss some people off with your latest op-ed in the New York Times. Folks, I want you, if you have not read it yet, um, you absolutely should. It is entitled, We Muslims Used to Be the Culture War Scapegoats. Why are some of us joining the LGBTQ pylon? My dear friend, um, you gave us a preview uh, in our in our last uh, on our last episode, but now the full meal is here. So tell us first. I want to know what prompted you to write this piece in the New York Times. So the piece just that came out just a few days ago, I had actually written a week and a half ago, and it took about a week. This is what happens with the New York Times to finally get it published and like have the lead editor say yes to the editor and go through the edits. And by that time, Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times had come out with a similar piece talking about how the GOP courted uh, conservative gay voters with the anti-Muslim fear in 2016. And mm. then Dave Weigel of the Washington Post, who's now with Semaphore, came out with another piece talking about how the GOP is actively courting the Muslim vote vis-a-vis -vis the, the gay panic and the CRT woke panic. Uh, and I want to put both of those in quotes. It's very important because they can't define CRT or woke. And he actually reached out to some of these parents and got quotes from them. So I'm like, oh, the timing's really good. And I have noticed, because for those who don't know, I'm a Muslim, spoiler alert, <laughs> practicing Muslim originally from the Bay and now in Virginia. I wrote a piece actually for the Daily Beast, Daniel, like a year and a half ago during the whole Yunkin uh, versus mm -hmm. uh, McAuliffe uh, run up, that the same exact strategy that the GOP used against Muslims since the war on terror the last 20 years, but specifically leading up to the midterm 2010 election, the anti-Sharia scare the manufactured BS was being used specifically against CRT wokeness and LGBTQ communities. It's a tit for tat. I broke it down, talked about how they engineered it, how they used it and how it was successful and tried to warn people, especially Democrats, that this is what they're going to do. 
and it's going to be very successful with suburban parents. So voila, fast forward. And as we've said before on this show, uh, we are hated for being wrong. We should probably, mm-hmm. you know, for being right, we should mm-hmm. be wrong a lot and maybe we'd make a lot more money. Now you see, as I predicted, leading up to 2024, suburban parents, especially Muslim suburban parents, some of these parents are now leading this crusade, especially right here in Maryland and in Virginia. They're the face of this opt-out movement. So what's happening with the opt-out movement? They're saying, why don't you let us opt out of this you know, LGBTQ agenda that, you are, that they, whoever they is, is unleashing on our kids? And in Montgomery County, they have the opt-out still for sex education, right? But they have denied the opt-out for this kind of uh, their version of DEI, where there's just some books, Danielle, where they just mention like gay parents or like gay humans. And they're like, no, this is part of the curriculum. And, you know, you can't opt out of this stuff. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And so as predicted, Moms for Liberty, which in the past two weeks, things helps my article was just outed by Southern Poverty Law Center as an extremist group, Moms for Liberty, where one chapter quoted Hitler last week, Moms for Liberty, which is aligned with anti-vaxxer and dude who can't even do 15 push-ups, RFK, is joining up with these Muslims. I could just tell you just on Friday, right? Juma prayer, Friday prayers of a friend of mine who's in Maryland said, uh, for five minutes, he recorded this this five minute spiel that this Republican white woman came and addressed the Muslim parents and said, "By the way, we need your alliance for parental rights and religious freedoms. Look what they're doing in our schools." And then you also had one of these opt out Muslim parents appear on Laura Ingram's show, where she's openly saying, "Ha, we were waiting for you Muslims to step up, and now you Muslims are you know." She literally says, "You Muslims are, are attacking the left." And they can't stand it. And so my piece, Danielle, was, oh, fellow Muslims, why are you allowing yourselves to be used as pawns by the very same people who hate you and you're unleashing the same weapons that they have used against us and will use against us in the future and are using not just against gays, but are using against every other minority group and you're being suckered in. And the last thing I'll say, Danielle, is the the shitstorm that I've been getting from some, not all, but some Muslims, is you are like Lot and his wife, you are betraying Islam, you are like pro-Sodom and Gomorrah, you are for the grooming of our children. And then when I read what they're saying, Danielle, it's literally Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro, batshit right-wing talking points. And when I ask them, Danielle, can you give me an example of what books are... And they say, our kids are being bullied. Okay, give me one example. Oh, I heard. From who? Some parents. Where? Uh, on WhatsApp. What school? Someplace in Canada. It all boils down to that. And really what it boils down to, Danielle, if, well, let's be blunt, is some of these people just don't want any discussion of the existence of gay people in their schools. And most of it is terrifying parents who are smart with BS that their kids are being indoctrinated with uh, with with LGBT, specifically T propaganda. There you go. You know, you, you know what, what I thought was, and and thank you so much for for this breakdown because I think that for a lot of people who one are not of the Muslim faith and also two have very short memories, 
um, and let us take, you know, the, the time machine back to 2001, um, back to the, um, back to 9-11 and back to all of the conversations, the narrative that was created around anti-Muslim sentiments. We don't have to go back that far. We could go back to the Trump administration, mm. where the Trump administration, and you bring up in your piece, was denied the ability to uh, use their Muslim ban. So they just decided to, you know, rework it so that it could get around the very thing that they wanted to do, which was create a ban and not allow more Muslims uh, to be in this country. And so what I find so disgusting, and this is the way that I feel about Black Republicans. This is the way I feel about log cabin Republicans, the gay Republicans, um, is that people who are from marginalized groups, who have experienced outright discrimination, mm who are not ignorant to the fact that they too have been a target of the right wing can still find themselves being seduced by white supremacy yeah. and be seduced by the idea that what we say on this show often, that your proximity to whiteness is not going to save you. Yep. But here you have, the Muslim community, which has been targeted, which has been, I mean, just criminal, it, it criminalized, mm -hmm. has been, you know, forced, uh, forced registration, right? Oh, make it voluntary during 9-11 to register, right, with, you know, said government that I'm a good Muslim, right? I'm not a terrorist. Be pulled off of plane. I mean, just all of these things. And then to have the very same people who want nothing to fucking do with you, who refer to everything as Sharia law, to then turn around and say, oh, but we need you because we lack the numbers. You see, because this is a numbers game. Mm. Discrimination is a numbers game. So if you can find the enemy of the enemy is my friend, right? We're targeting LGBTQ plus people today. But tomorrow when we're going after the Muslim community, then we'll go out and we'll court the blacks or we'll court another side of the Asian community and we'll say, oh, look at them. You should be afraid of them, mm. right? Um, and I just find your piece just so disheartening. And I just want, like, I, I do, I find it so disheartening because I'm just like, how? You all were just recently made a fucking target of how do you turn around and say, Oh, but I should have the choice to discriminate against who I want, because apparently that is the badge of America, right? Like that, that that's it is the ability to get to the point where your community has, has risen enough mm. that you can suppress others. That's the goal here. From The New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign, 
Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions. Questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that force David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. It's 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 really interesting. It is very sad, and the reaction. We'll talk about the reaction in a second. But uh, what you're what you're saying is the 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 crux of it, right? The right wing uses Trojan horses, mm-hmm. and usually people of color are the best Trojan horse because they serve as cultural validators. How can I be anti-Muslim? Look, I'm uniting with them for parental rights. How can I hate the blacks? I love the blacks. Look at this. Hey, what's your name again? Black? Oh, Tim Scott. Oh, yeah. Look, I have his poster where he has no face. I love this black. I love the Indian immigrants. What's your name? Nikki, Nimrati, whatever. Oh, yeah, Nikki Haley. And so they launder these talking points through these brown and black faces and these people who so desperately covet power, political appointment, wealth, whiteness, are perfectly fine, willing to put the boot on the neck of usually, let's be honest, poor people and black people, Mm right? Right. The second thing that's happening here, and this is very important, is we often sometimes stereotype, oh, the dumb hick voter, the ignorant, you know, black, brown, white trash voter, the person who doesn't know any better. No, no, folks, it ain't the low income folks. They're working two jobs just to stay broke. If you follow this, these are suburban parents. These are upper middle class, middle class parents. This whole thing about CRT, the testing ground a couple of years ago was in Loudoun County, really close to me. Loudoun County in Virginia is one of the wealthiest counties. One was was the last one of the last counties, folks. Wait for it to desegregate. It always lines up, right? It's a type of NIMBY, not in my backyard, plus privilege, plus close to whiteness type of group. People who literally like God, whom God has given everything except peace of mind. Like you think about it. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Yes, come on. <laughs> like, like literally, you have everything. But you're terrified of your shadow because it's black. You're terrified of yep. poor people because you think you have to tolerate them. You're terrified of the outsider because you think they're going to invade your gated community. You're terrified of literally the world, but you want your gated community and you also want your Tesla, right? So that's what it is. I'm giving the mindset, folks. And so I'm talking to people who are otherwise sane or rational people. I'm like, is this, is your kid transgender? No. Is your kid struggling with homosexuality? No. Is your kid even complaining? No. When was the last time a transgender person, like, popped up and said boo in a bathroom i don't know but i've heard things danielle i've heard things so it's like Mm. these privileged Mm. suburban people who have achieved whiteness 
And the cost of whiteness, the cost of getting the empire and the throne is you sleep with one eye open because you're always afraid, right? And then what they don't realize is, and this is what I said in the piece, you're aligning with your current, former, and future oppressors. Come on. Last month, I'm forgetting last month, three weeks ago, Donald Trump, and this was only made news for one day because he's doing so much other like hideous, terrible things that people forgot. He openly said, I'm going to bring back the Muslim man again. Mm-hmm. He literally said that, and we didn't cover in like, like news because it's like, oh, <laughs> by the way, here are like 16 other things that he said and done. We can't like keep up with the uh, fire hose of bullshit. So it's not like 2016, Danielle. It's not even... You know, uh, 2001, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Bobart, the hazing of Muslims, what they say about Ilhan Omar, and oh yes, the frontrunner for the Republican Party, who again just two weeks ago said, "Oh yeah, Muslims, I'm going to bring back the Muslim ban." And when I was on CNN with Anderson Cooper, I said, "Islam, I think Islam hates us, so we're going to unite with them because we're this terrified of the gays. We're so terrified of the gays, and we're so beholden to these right wing talking points." that we're going to align with Republicans on this issue, even though these same Republicans hate us uh, because we're so terrified of the gays. And the really interesting uh, theological point here is when I talk to them, Danielle, this is what they say. I'm like, what about you know, mass shootings? What about climate change? What about this? And some of them say, this is about our eternal soul. Yeah, I want to, I, I really, I, I want to read uh, I want to read you to you and our and our audience um, from Wash's piece because this is one of uh, the paragraphs that really stood out to me. Um, you write this. Uh, it's also remarkable that so many religious leaders came together to speak with one voice on this particular issue, which one could falsely assume from the current political hysteria is the leading threat facing children. But as anyone who's been part of the recent debates within broader Muslim American communities knows, you'd probably never get this kind of concerted public statement from Muslim leaders on the issue of gun violence, the leading cause of death for American children, or climate change, which ultimately threatens all life. Somehow, though, this issue has managed to rally an array of Muslim scholars. Mm. And I just like... That paragraph to me is, my God, what the fuck is so terrifying about queer people wanting to exist in their bodies, to exist without oppression, to exist without fear of violence, uh, whether it be physical or emotional? Like, what is so terrifying about the 100, 100 transgender Youth athletes. Mm. What is so terrifying about people, young people, not wanting to accept the binary that we've all just blindly walked into and been like, ah, well, you pop out of of the of the uterus and it's a pink hat or it's a blue hat, you know, from the moment you're taking your first fucking breath. And we just think that that shit is normal. And so to me, the threat and their their guise around religion is that they do not want. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. 
Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities. Healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country. Immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun. And candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Young people to have bodily autonomy or critical thought, because that critical thought and that bodily autonomy pushes against their quote unquote traditional values of brainwashing, of grooming the next generation of either traditional Muslims or white evangelical Christians, or what have you, because you have people that are going to ask questions like, why? Like, you know, why, why are we doing things in this way? Why can't I just exist? And I think it's amazing that we have historic storm after historic storm. Haven't heard Muslim groups come together to talk about climate change. We have one mass shooting after mass shooting. And when, you know, and again, if the mass shooting were to take place at the hands of a person that was Muslim, Just they're like that, immediately a, over, they're immediately a terrorist. And the whole community has to come out and disavow this one person because of Fox and Newsmax and QAnon. So I'm just confused by their blatant denial of the oppression and discrimination that they have faced in order to have the score of being able to oppress those others. So, so this is what's happening on the DL, and I, and I can explain the politics behind it. First and foremost, when I talk to some of these folks, uh, they're, they live in their privileged cocoons and they have the audacity to say that somehow I'm in the bubble, which is hilarious to me. Uh, and many of them have said the following. It's fascinating, Danielle. 9-11 was a long time ago. I think you guys are still traumatized by it. You know, these are the people who are in the... You know, my friends and I have been talking about this as a community, and we're very diverse communities, and I'll talk about that in a second. We're so far away removed from 9-11 that we've become too comfortable. And us old heads have been telling uh, our community members, all it takes, like you said, is one Muslim extremist, and they are, it doesn't even take that, just listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert right now. But we're telling you, we're like, all it takes is one, and a certain political climate and one political movement, the right wing, and that's it, it's done, just like that. And, and they're like, eh, you guys are too traumatized, eh, I was young when 9-11 happened, eh, we're okay. And then you say, okay, well, just for a second, suppose if Republicans win, Wow. suppose, okay, they'll, 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 they'll win over you with the gays, the anti-gay stuff, but what about, oh, I don't know, going after Social Security, Medicare, taking away food stamps, right? Nothing about climate change. And this is what it boils down to, Daniel, because we've pushed them on this, like a lot of my friends who are practicing Muslims. Eh, doesn't affect me. 
Mm. So they don't they don't they that, don't breathe air. It really boils right? down to this, Daniel. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. I live in the suburbia. I'm you know middle class. I'm upper middle class. I'll be okay without realizing it, without saying it. What they're saying is, I think whiteness will protect me until it doesn't. Now, what's happening in, internally within these Muslim communities is the following, and you really hit it on the nail: need for control, need for power, fear that the center will not hold. All of her traditions that we've worked hard for, these liberals have come with their liberal queer agenda, and they're going to make our kids gay, and my son's going to be a girl, and he's going to chop off his penis, and my daughter is going to be a lesbian, and she's going to have a threesome, and everything that we've worked hard for just like that overnight is going to go away, and they're not going to listen to us. And also what's happening, I could tell you this, just like what's happening with MAGA and happens with politics, there's a small group that has accused these individuals who, by the way, when you talk to these people who signed this document, which I mentioned in the, in, the, in the piece, this ridiculous document, completely unnecessary document, by the way, they're getting pressured by those who are too, like the MAGA, you know, there's the, the, what I call the MAGA Muslims. You are too weak on this issue. You have sold out. And there's a few funders, does it sound like politics? It's always politics, folks, who have pressured them. So as to not appear weak and sellouts, they have had to now perform and double down on this particular issue to win over those detractors. You follow me, Danielle? And the funny thing is, mm. as a result of it, they're still called sellouts. Just imagine the Republicans. It's like no matter how hard right they go, they still call them rhinos. So in order to appease this small fringe group that is accusing them of being lightweight and weak and liberal, they have come out hard on this issue not realizing that they have aligned now themselves with this right-wing group. And what they also say, Danielle, is, and you see this happening, these scholars, we are, Wajahat has aligned himself with the woke ideology. I'm like, can you oh, define I saw, woke? Oh, I, I saw, you saw, that, I right? saw your, your, your Twitter feed comments were hot. <laughs> and I was like, wow, these people are really coming for him. And For power, and, and they're really for, coming for me right now. They're really and, it, and, and I and I, you know, and the reason being because all you do is pose the truth and then ask them follow up questions. It's it's you know, it, it's really not you're not pointing fingers. You're just saying, so how is it that you care about this issue and not mass shootings? Mm. How is it that you are aligning with this group that not 20 years ago? you know, a little over 20 years ago, turned you into scapegoats, or I'm sorry, just seven years ago with the Trump administration wanted to block you from entry into this country. Like, I'm so confused about like where you are finding common ground mm. and that your kids have been in school for how fucking long? Have books scared them at this point? Like, have they run out of the school building screaming, oh my God? You know, Mary has two moms. Like, has anything actually changed other than the fear mongering that these people that moved into gated communities and shrunk their lives and created these, you know, uh, bordered uh, spaces? What? They have allowed the fear to seep in. And they've allowed these people to say, like, well, if you align with us, we'll protect you. And I'm like, are you dumb? And then you know what they say, Danielle? Oh, no. We're not that dumb as you think we are. We're sophisticated on this issue. Only we're aligning it. But like on other issues, we, we're aligning with, uh, we'll align with Democrats. And then it's also what's really tragic about is, is this, this both sides talking point that emerged in 2016 
that kept some of these people away from voting for Clinton, they say the same thing. Well, the left hates us and the right hates us and both sides hate us, but at least we won't go to hell. At least the right like, like believes in God. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, and so the, it's, it's this, the, the, the disinformation campaign, the right-wing manufactured campaign against the gays, which has worked also with a lot of folks against Muslims, as we know, worked with some gay conservatives, right? It's this fear. It's this need for power. It's this, uh, this going towards whiteness. And also, I would like to say this. Look, people might not know this. I've shared this. I am a practicing Muslim. The funny thing is, is if people actually knew, I'm much more traditional than most of these guys. Like, I'm a practice. I'm married to one woman. I got three kids. I pray. I fast. I've done hajj. I take my religion seriously, folks, right? And they have made me out to be like this crazy, hard, woke, progressive, flaming. They can't even define these things because if you look at the piece, I have a very mm -hmm. nuanced take. I'm like, onto me, my way, onto, the, onto you, yours, right? We mm -hmm. don't have to agree on everything, but we live in America. And pluralism requires reciprocity. I'm like, if you really, like, really, right now, I didn't say this in the piece because I ran out of space, but I'm like, if you really don't want your kid to go to drag queen, like, uh, library reading, don't take them. Like, right. I, was, I was talking to another friend of mine. I'm like, yo, we got kids who go to public schools. We live in here in Virginia. I swear to God, Danielle, I don't even know when the drag queens come and, like, teach. Like, I will have to Google this, right? And my wife and I were talking, if a drag queen is there, reading a book we'll ask our kids hey you want to see this and like if they say yes great if they say no we'll go get ice cream it really isn't that big of a deal and what they also don't realize danielle and my friend said this who's a muslim writer this same sword they're using against lgbtq guess what guess what's happening it's mm. being used against muslim books novels mm -hmm. that feature which Muslims. is which which is I, I, again i'm like it, it it's just so fucking dumb and i i, I want to read another p i want to read another part uh of of your piece and again friends uh it's in the new york times entitled we muslims used to be the cultural war scapegoats why are some of us joining the lgbt pylon um and here is what you also write in 2011 the presidential aspirant herman cain said he wouldn't appoint a Muslim to his uh, potential administration or the federal courts because he feared they would, quote, force their Sharia law onto the rest of us. Yep. In 2015, Ben Carson echoed those talking points, saying he wouldn't support a Muslim American for president unless he or she would have renounced Sharia. Ultimately, Donald Trump ran on a Muslim ban and put in place a modified travel ban with the help of the Supreme Court. By 2017, which again, not that long ago, um, according to one report, over 200 folks, listen, over 200 anti-Sharia bills had popped up in 43 states yep. over nearly a decade based on a trumped up claims that Islamic law was infiltrating the US judicial system. I, I don't well, understand. Well, Danielle, the follow-up is this. In 2023, how many anti-LGBTQ bills have popped up over the past year? 500, over 500. There you go. It's the tit-for-tat, folks. I'm telling you, I researched this. It's a tit-for-tat. And the sad part is, is a majority of Muslim Americans actually uh, are in favor of marriage equality. That's That was like the last poll, right? So that means... And this is how people are complex. That's what I said, Danielle. If you ask them, hey, 
do you think gay people should have the right to get married? A majority of Muslims say, yeah, go ahead, let them do what they want to do. How about abortion? Yeah, sure. Right? Th that, like, you do what you got to do. Muslims aren't supposed to drink. A lot of Muslim drinks fo <laughs> drink folk. I'm like one of the rare unicorns who doesn't. But you say, like, that's what I tell people. I'm like, isn't alcohol haram? Yes. How come we're not freaking about that? Isn't gambling haram? Yes. How come we're not freaking about that? How about fornication, zina? It's haram. How come we're not freaking about that? How about atheism, kufr, shirk, polytheism? We're not freaking about that. None of that stuff freaks us out. And we're living in America. But this issue, you got to burn it. Like, you see us burning down bars? Nope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the fear and the manufactured fear, Danielle, if you look at the latest poll, is working because it's working even with Democrats and Republicans where uh, support for marriage equality as of last month has dipped. Yeah. Yeah. Has dipped. They're coming after all of us. White supremacy comes after all of us. And I want to say this from an Islamic point of view. I think it's important because people don't know there's so much misinformation about Islam itself in Pakistan. The Islamic Republic of Pakistan, my parents' home country, I've gone many times, conservative country, for lack of a better word, in Pakistan, folks. Pakistan allows on your actual identity card to list a third gender, not male, not female. They have a name for people who I guess you could say are transgender or hermaphrodite who don't uh, associate with the binary. Uh, we call them hijras. They're part and parcel of society to the point where in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, the kind of role they have carved for themselves is you kind of invite them to weddings and they do dances uh, and, and they kind of celebrate with you and their kids are there. Now I ask you this, in this is the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, are all of them, Danielle, gaffers and infidels? Have all these kids turned gay in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, which actually is far more progressive than many parts of America in acknowledging and identifying this quote-unquote third gender, where there's actually people running for office on the third gender? I have a question for you. My question for you, Danielle. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, you know, as far as I know, Waj, no. There but what go. I realize is that while America has been able to pretend that it is this progressive place, this liberal place, this beacon on a hill, right? When you look around, because Pakistan isn't the only place that has recognized a third gender. Pakistan is not the only, like, there are uh, many other countries, right, that not only recognize, embrace, celebrate, honor, right? People who are of two spirits, who are um, uh, what we would refer to here as non-binary, what we would refer to here, um, or as people refer to themselves as trans or having a, a third gender, a gender mm. outside of the binary, is celebrated in other cultures and spaces. And so it is just, I think that people need to wake up um, to one, how you're being used as a pawn in the greater fight for white supremacy yep, and how your proximity to whiteness will not save you. It will not. It won't save white women who now gave up their bodily autonomy by voting for Donald Trump uh, the first time and more so voting for him the second time because they said, oh, well, my whiteness has more currency mm. than my gender, right? Mm. So I'm going to align with my husband's, my boyfriend's, my father's, what have you. Um, it doesn't work, folks. It doesn't work. So today it's the Muslim community wanting to rally around MAGA. Um, and then tomorrow they will come for you. It is why, you know, the, ne the Martin Niemöller poem, first they came for, 
always resonates because there will always be those people that think that they are safe until they are fucking not. And and the last thing I'll say here is it's important to speak out. Like oftentimes people say, well, what's the point of speaking out? Because on the DL, Danielle, I have a lot of folks who are like, I'm glad you wrote that. I'm glad someone's finally pushing back. And also, what's common sense oftentimes isn't common. People are like, oh, I didn't know that. I've been getting this and that on WhatsApp. No one connected the dots for me. Uh, And right now in my community, I'm taking, it's okay. I'm used to it. I'm taking all this heat, but it's giving people at least an opening to to push back and think for themselves and speak out. And so now a few people are like, oh, thanks for writing that. I'm really scared to say something because I'm afraid of like the pile on, but I'm going to say something now. So it's these moments locally, folks, where it's important for the numbers, the majority, as we've always said, to speak out. We have the numbers. And locally, this is how the Republican right wing is operating. They want to take over school board by school board, city council by city council, hospital board by hospital board. But whenever people have actually organized and rallied together, we outnumber them like four to one and we win. Don't be silent. And yes, as Daniel said, they're coming after us right now. They're coming after you tomorrow. 100%. Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Ajat Lee. And we will be back next week unless Wajahat pisses off more people <laughs> and he's excommunicated. <laughs> Inshallah. Hey, wait. 